You're listening to the New Old Heads podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash newoldheads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the New Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7th. The whole crew is here. Even my boy Red August is back in the building. Good to see you, brother. Jay Moore. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing well. Rested, moisturized, you know oh. what I'm saying? Ready to, uh, I'm ready to pod, son. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> that boy said moisturize. Yeah, man. You got, you know, come on. We, you know, as you move up in age, yeah, you have to take care of your, your skin. and You get ashy faster. Yeah, and you're, you know, you know, I mean, you, you know, with the changing temperatures and whatnot. You know, True. You, know, you, got, you got to do the right thing. Yeah, my allergies are trash with this uh, weather change. I'm not struggling. Yeah, I'm bad. It man. happens. Oh man, longevity uh, hat loan. How are you, sir? Good man. You know, uh, I'm getting used to hat loan. Wearing a hat, you know, <laughs> got the minoxidil on my beard, doing all doing all that stuff. Minoxidil. <laughs> minoxidil. I actually did buy some. It was twenty bucks. What is minoxidil? Isn't that what it's called? The hair stuff, the hair grower stuff. No, that's called. What is that called? I don't know. I'm not hit. You don't. Have I got that stuff on my. Head. Oh, okay. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I, have I have no I idea. Have I don't need, have yeah, need for such things. Hold on, hold on. Let me look it up real hold quick. I think it's minox. I've grown my hair out. I don't hold need. On, let's make sure. Minoxidil hair regrowth treatment. Oh. Okay. So I bought this specifically. I, I would. I don't even know where I saw that, but it was like <laughs> it was like for your beard. I was like, I need my beard to connect right here. So I bought this thing. It was like twenty bucks, and it's got like minoxidil in it, which is the same stuff you put in your hair. And caffeine and biotin and stuff. And I, I was like, had good reviews. And I was like, well, it's 20 bucks. And I was already buying stuff from Amazon. And I was like, all right, Let's cool. Go. Amazon. Amazon. I put, it on for, uh, put it on for about two months now. Ain't done a damn thing. <laughs> but it was 20 bucks. So I was like, I might as well try it. Amazon to get you, man. I've, you know, I don't really care that much. But mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe this will grow. Well, you know, the ratings, you have to be careful with the ratings because I've, it's my belief that sometimes people come in and they have people pay people to Maybe. do reviews. So I always take it with a grain of salt. But my man, DJ J. Diff, what's happening, man? Salutations. How's everything, man? Everything is everything, you know? Yeah, you wouldn't need any of those products, would you? No, nah, I'm, I'm doing okay in the hair follicle realm of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, good for you. Yeah, I'm happy for you. Let me read this tweet, man, and... uh and kind of dive in and see what y'all think. So hip hop is fueled by Republican views and principles, the right to bear arms, freedom of speech, small government and capitalism, money outside the tax code. <laughs> we, we do for us. We don't need y'all. We'll go to war over street politics. Hip hop is Republican. And so am I. Who said this? It's just a tweet. It was put in our top. His name yeah. is Nick Preach. Yeah. So Nick was preaching. Was Nick preaching on that comment? What you think, Long? about that? He's not one entirely wrong. He's okay. Not. He might be on to something a little bit. Man, this, there's a lot to unpack with, exactly. the state, with the statement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the right to bear arms, freedom of speech, small government, capitalism, especially like, so I think of like the shift that happens when, like when hip hop became super commercial in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of Republican conservative viewpoints out of a lot of those rappers. So, I mean, that's my initial thought. Okay. Um, but is hip hop Republican? Yeah, I don't feel like it is derived from that. Okay. I don't think it is politically. I think it is uh, from an idealistic point of view because you got to you got to put it in perspective that there's people who never had anything, and they see people who are driving nice cars, have Rolexes on their arms, jewelry, uh, have nice looking girl, nice cars, and they all 
were Republican, essentially. I mean, how many times has Donald Trump been shouted out in a, a rap, rap song? No, That's a sure. good point. Up to now, but, until he took presidency, you know what I'm saying? But I'm so. also going to say, like, this statement, the right to bear arms. Yeah, okay, but... So uh, uh, the part of the problem I have with this framing is it's it's framing Republican as opposed to conservative. Exactly. And, and so okay. because Republicans and Democrats realistically believe this same thing, the right to bear arms, there are a lot of Democrats that want that. Freedom of speech, who doesn't want freedom of speech? Right. Uh, small government is more of a Republican conservative idea. Capitalism is definitely both Democrat and Republican. Right. And money outside of the tax code don't nobody want to pay taxes. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, like, if, no, if so you're going to say it's Republican views, this is where I feel like the nuance is like, I'm trying to like decide, like, is this person really hip to saying like Republican or like, does he mean, about, is it more about that? Does he mean Republican or is he confusing the two ideas? And mm. so I, I don't know. So, I mean, I feel like there's an argument for this in some circles, but at the same time, I, I mean, it's I a feel lot, like, man. I feel like there's a lot of, like, leftist values in hip-hop, too. So I mean, a lot of it is uh, kind of Robin Hood-ish, too, that's, in yeah. a sense. Yeah. So that's definitely not Republican views. Because no. if, if, I'm, if I'm trying to earn revenue to take care of my people and my neighborhood, essentially, that's not a Republican view. That, technically, that's a Democratic point of view because yeah. you want to take care of these groups of people. Versus it's, you being the only one that has it like that. It's like, you know, it, that and that idea goes towards like taxes right. and mm. distributing, redistributing wealth right, right mm. into the community, which is not Republican. Not at all. Uh, conservative viewpoints is pretty much trickle down economics. You know, mm. eh, I'll take all the money and eventually that money will come down, like, yeah. which isn't a thing. But Or even building, having enough money to to build up the hood and open different places and provide resources for them in order to make money too. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's socialism, but there's some socialist idea, you know, you can kind of, you can make some little Marxist. Politically uh, is definitely not in my personal opinion, Republican. All the rappers coming up hated Ronald Reagan in the eighties. Yeah. Because of what he did to the community. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like this is the reason why I think this is nuanced is because if it's like the, the I don't know, there's just lots of nuance in here. So what you think, Jake? Jump in. Well, you know, um, I, I am what you would consider a, a financial fiscal conservative. Okay. But, you know, when I actually spoke about this with someone who else was like, oh, so we agree. And I said, yes, I'm official fiscal conservative. I think uh, there should be a, definitely a freeze on military spending. And um, we have to stop writing blank checks to uh, the police in major metropolitan areas. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't talking about that. See, you know, but I'm talking about actual fiscal conservatism. You know, when they talk about it, they're like, well, we need to get rid of PBS and the library uh, can only be open on the weekend. I don't I don't. Think so that, I don't think that makes you fiscally conservative, though. I mean, Why not? because if, because I see I see where the line share of the money that we pay into our taxes is going. And I was like, well, if we really want to get past uh, if we really care about this deficit like we say we do. And if we really want to rein in spending. Uh, we need to start at the Pentagon, which has failed its last five audits. But Lone, go into why you, why you. But you know, then it, then it becomes so. something else. Well, because I mean, I, that that was going to be my next question to Jay. I was like, well, are you against like redistributing the military funds to PBS and well, to healthcare? Well, see, this is the thing. <laughs> why you <laughs> when you well, I act, see that, and that's just it. Because yeah. the problem people have with paying taxes is they don't see 
uh, anything from it. Right. Like when you the people who pay higher rates of uh, taxes in other countries, uh, sure, it seems More states. it seems oppressive. But then wait a minute. Uh, they get free health care. Um, they get uh, a top notch education. They can take they two months off a year. You know, you know, they, they you know, when, 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 you know, mother has a child, she can stay home. Right. Or have you a know. year or something. Yeah. And so when we see what they get for their taxes, at least this is how I view it. And I see what we get where, you know, the, the road that the mayor lives on still has potholes in it. You know, then I have a problem with it. But, you know, and also my whole thing about uh, uh, main, you know, maintaining the, the economic structure of the United States is we need to go ahead and decriminalize marijuana. And mm. that, that doesn't come off as conservative to some people. But I'm like, do you realize that's billions of dollars yep. that we are not putting through our banks you know, in the United States of America? People own but portions it, of the cannabis business. Exactly. Sure. And but, so but if, to, if 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 honestly, I, if, I don't think that's conservative, though. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm thinking about I'm thinking about as much from the social side of the fact that we cannot we can no longer criminalize cannabis and throw people into jail for this. Mm -hmm. But because that's a waste of money. Right. But it's also a bad look because here it is. It's all this money that is not our banks are having a hard enough time as it is. And for right now, we have and because it, it just got clear for um, this was just crazy. You know, um, uh, recreational in Missouri. Yeah, I saw that. And, you know, in, in large places, Chicago, New York, California, Denver, none of billions of dollars not going through any banks. Mm. So you can see once once again, we talk about nuance. Right. When we talk about uh, finance being a, a, an actual financial conservative, if you will. You yeah. know, and but also I'm one of those people when I hear Beto O'Rourke talk about how, you know, he wants to ban all, you know, assault rifles. I'm like, I can't get down with that either, because if the only people who can have uh, guns are the police and the military, I'm sorry. No, I I realize. But I, at the same time, I also realize when people say, oh, it's about mental health. Well, then we need to fund mental health with some of that money. But that again, we, to your point, I, I, I would I would argue that you're not talking about fiscal conservatism i would say that you're actually you just want the taxes to go to a place that actually makes sense that, and so but you could you could argue that if at the root of things that's actual like as opposed to you know spending we're just not used $1, to hundred dollars on a wrench yeah <laughs> we, we spent you know you know and and all this money on wait a minute i'm like why are we still giving the military this much more money didn't we pull out of afghanistan Right. Why we still spent why we've increased military, you know, because I remember one of Donald Trump's talking points was like, oh, the military, they don't even have bullets and this, that, the third. And, and it's such they're so downtrodden. It was like military spending increased every year for eight years under Barack Obama. So you can't yeah, play that card for people who actually read. Yeah, it's uh, it because it's a big business. Well, yeah, I mean, because, um, uh, you know, and also once again, this is when you get talking to people about these things I, and I'm sorry it's going to make somebody mad but honestly that's military military contractor that's the biggest welfare uh, state in the United States of America we just we, the money's not even going to defend freedom it's yeah. just going to keep the you know the Raytheons the uh, the Boeings it's just going to keep these companies in business who maybe need to find something else to do yeah so again, I would just say I, I still don't see it as fiscally conservative, <laughs> and the reason why is because if I feel like everybody is fiscally conservative in that manner, as we don't want our taxpayer. So okay, I almost well, feel like maybe, almost feel like it's a moot point. So okay, so okay, you shot that down. But uh, what about the fact that I still want to be able to have my AR fifteen? That's that's different, mm. right? Yeah. So I just fundamentally disagree with that. But 
But at the <laughs> that same, would just be conservative. Yeah, I mean, uh, not necessarily fiscal. I don't know. I, I mean, I still, also the I still want to have my, I still want to have my arms too. But be honest, the with reason you. I want to have mine is like if if some of these crazy white folks come around talking about I want my country back, I'd be like, yeah, we'll see about that. I understand. <laughs> no, but I understand. <laughs> That's I, real. The, the unique thing Excuse with me. that is like I understand. Like I can, I understand the argument for that. I understand why people say, nah, I'm not going to give it up, and I understand why it's such a, a crazy argument to be to think that guns could potentially go away or because but again it's like always the argument well the criminals will still have guns right and right. yeah they will yeah, yeah. yeah. but also you but know i also understand that a lot of why certain politicians ride so hard for gun ownership is not because they really care about safety but it's because they're in the pocket of these corporations, and the well, idea of that's a, the main thing. And the I idea of a corporation, so. and the idea of a corporation is to year over year make more money. So you have to have these people there it's the with corporation. the AR fifteen pins on their lapel. It's the corporation, and it's the uh, the people that support them. So majority of their support are people that want to do that. So of course they're going to align themselves with that ideology and way of thinking because. It appeases their their crowd that's going to get them to the position they need to be. But the thing is, yeah. most people across the board, Republican and Democrat, conservative, liberal, do have do don't, don't have a problem with like okay criminal background checks and common sense uh, checks for people maybe with mental health. But the thing is, you can't sell. You, you once again, there has to be a year to year increase in gun sales of guns and ammunition. Or else you're not making the shareholders happy, you know. And so, like, it's not about actual freedom big. of and, and the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment. This is about, you know, year over year growth. It's about America being an oligarchy. Oh, there you go. I don't be. Tra- it's, I mean, Look, and it's somebody, it really is. And it's, somebody, and it's somebody who is, you know, you know, uh, last two or three years become a become a, a retail investor. I, I look at these things and I was like, well, OK, well, you know, maybe McDonald's needs to close those restaurants. You know, it's and that's and, and I, you know, you start thinking about it in the way of, OK, yeah, those are people out of a job. But like mm, that, uh, that's going to that's going to cut down on a lot of uh, costs and drive up profits. And that's the way. Most of the people who are actually lobbying for looser gun laws, they don't really care if these kids get shot. But the no. thing is, every time it happens, you know what? Every every time it happens and they talk about, oh, maybe we should have some more gun control. People run out to the gun stores and buy as many guns as they want. Yeah. Every time every time a Democrat gets elected, you know, they're like, well, we better go to the store, even though there's no chance. Like Barack Obama was never going to start banning guns. No. Nah. You know, but that's that's the, that's what they tell these people. And that's how you get year over year uh, increase in profits. And uh, it's, it's, it's all about it's still all about selling product. And that's the sad thing. It just happens to be the product kills people as opposed to. Well, I mean, hamburgers kill people, but slowly. Glad you said that. Yeah, but it, I that's <laughs> someone who had a hamburger today look man you can throw as many hamburgers as you want at somebody uh, well yeah i mean like you know it's like uh i don't know i i, I don't know to me i i would just ban i would just ban them put me in charge so i can just ban them and just a, piss everybody off. i would piss everybody off i'm not i'm not opposed to would. banning uh an assault rifle so to speak as long as i can still have my handgun I'm I just cool don't. I, I think my argument with it, the, the way that I feel about this in general, is 
I just think it, I think the whole argument for having guns is just out of fear. Mm. I think that's well, it's to different. be ready. If you uh, stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. But it's a different kind of fear. Because first of all, a lot of, I don't want to get, once again, we've been a little racy this episode. It is what it is. You know, but a lot of times, you know, a lot of white people bought guns because they're like, they were urban, urban blight, you know, and they're, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're coming for you, you know, so let's go ahead and make sure that we're all armed and make sure. And for some people, it's like, oh, we want to be able to shoot varmints on the homestead. You know, me, I, I look, man, once again. I get these, it. I get it. People who I really are trying do. to try to. If I'm if I'm a homeowner, who want to make a, America great again? And if I was I'm a like, homeowner, well, I know how they get down. So let me make sure I can get down too. If I'm a homeowner and I have a family, I just feel like I should have the right to be able to protect my family based off that. Now, who knows what happens? We don't know what situations happen. Everything happens so fast, so you can never predict anything. But the ability to be able I, to I think pre- the statistics or something don't quote me on this, but I think mm-hmm. I think the statistics are actually higher to think you'll end up shooting yourself than somebody breaking into no, your house really? or something. No, I mean he's right. That's the thing. It's like that's the thing because everyone thinks they're a responsible gun owner until a toddler winds up shooting. Somebody. I mean, but it's it's it's. That's on and, and and what you guys are talking about as it relates to a toddler, like when you use that example, right? Like but there are ups or even grown ups, but you know, but like there was the only to, country where toddler shootings are a problem. But don't you think what? Well, crazy. <laughs> that's actually yeah, that's crazy. I mean, when you when, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say like when you look at like. It's one of these things, like, I feel like we have this internal bias towards guns, like almost everybody. Mm-hmm. And when you check the stats of, like, other countries and stuff like that, we have the biggest issue. And we're the one country that can't, that they're just like, no, we have to have our guns. You know, it's just no. like. I mean, you saw I, it's, the it's, thing about but, Australia where they had a mass shooting. Basically, they're like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. And they banned assault rifles and haven't had a bad shooting in like 25 or 30 yeah. years. It's like, the problem mean, is the stats, man. But we had propaganda because they'll, they'll sell it to you like you got to be ready in case the war pops off here. Yes. And be fearful of these other countries that might do this and that and the other. China's coming. If, if our military is as good as they say yeah, they are. Talk to them. And our technology is as good as they say it is. There's no way they can make it over here. Nah, it's well, right. that and also when we say, "Oh yeah, we got on paper," you know, that's what it is, and that's it? what it is. Have the militia to fight the mil- look, look. That's the United States military. They got laser guns. They ain't told you about. They that. have bases in every other country. How many countries have bases in the Lone's United at- States? <laughs> How many other countries have bases in the United States? It's even- we have one in every country. <laughs> they have technology to where they can just look at us with a satellite. Yeah, it's just they can kill us with drones. Like at the end of the day. Our shotgun in our closet that yeah. we're here to protect our family against, uh, what, what was it? What's it? Not oppression, but like the, what do you call it when it's like a statewide oppression against the, the government? I don't know. A, tyranny. Yeah. Right? The tyranny of the tyranny. It doesn't of the matter. It do, we, we, we have yeah, if, no. If a tank is running down the, right, rolling it, down the street. It don't matter. Like, it, yeah, my AR-15 isn't going to do yeah, much. No, it's not. Much. Like um, John with 19 different rifles in his shed. Yeah. He can only hold one at a time. So, I mean, like, it, it's just, it, it, the argument, when you start to stack it up, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't think that we'll ever get, maybe we will one day, but I, I don't, I don't know. Because, like, I don't if, know if, we'll if kids it. getting killed in elementary schools can't change people's minds, I don't really know. What no, well, after That's Sandy tough. Hook, when all That's those kids tough. got shot a Can, week before Christmas, I was like, and we didn't change anything then. It's the people. <laughs> and remember, we had an assault weapons ban that expired during George uh, W. Bush's um, 
presidency, and that's when there was the spike after the after we. There were no you. You couldn't buy an AR fifteen or or AK forty seven for a long time. I mean, you still can't buy an Uzi, as far as I know, not legally. Exactly. I mean, no, I mean, but you know, there's people out here with the Call of Duty guns. They're not thinking about none of this. Nah, True, I mean, they ain't. But nah. eventually, using that on the street, some damn where. All yeah, these people out here with switches and bump stocks and all this I other stuff. They don't that care. Switch to get you ten, fifteen. Yeah, but, how many? 10 to 15. 10 well, minimum. But here's what is going to continually happen. Let's say you do ban guns. Are they all going to leave the, the streets? Just magically and people disappear. Say, no, no, they're not no, going how to. How is that going to happen? What's going to happen is they're going to have something just like Australia did, and they're going to have a buyback of some sorts. Mm-hmm. And then throughout time, people are going to die. Mm-hmm. Just of old age, mm-hmm. people are going to find guns hidden in walls. Shouts to some of my relatives. Hey. <laughs> and... Slowly but surely, those guns are going to or, be removed or, from the public. Or they're, they'll enlist martial law, which everybody is scared of, and they'll just come in your houses and take all the guns. Maybe. Good Possible. luck with that. Yeah. You know. I oh, mean, wow. But again, drones, uh, you know, I, that's. I'm, if they want you, they don't get you. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, all right. I don't man, know. So, so I don't know. Look, that, that's all I know is like, because in, in Florida, <clears throat> They um they just uh said now in on July first you're not going to need a permit to you know carry a concealed weapon. I was like Florida want to be Indiana so bad, but no, I'm not. Why are we going? Just kidding. Wow. I just don't understand why we're going backwards. I yeah. guess that, that's the thing. Like, but it, you know my my like, cousin, why can't we make it better? Who is uh who's an attorney, uh, you know, in Florida is like okay, so we're gonna let all the people out who had uh, uh guns on them and didn't have permits. Yeah, which this should happen. Shouldn't but you know what? We're, we're not going to do that. You know what? We're not going to. We're not going to do that because those people are disproportionately black. Yeah, we still got yeah. people locked up and getting locked up for marijuana. For marijuana. But yeah, that's a lost cause. <sighs> All right, man. Well, always. Uh, so to answer the question, yes, is hip hop Republican? It's not that easy a question to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's not. Yeah, y'all job. I don't think it's conservative man. though. I always learn when we not, not as a not whole. Really. I don't. These conversations. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so as a whole. I mean, I think. I think what happens is eventually. When I think what people sometimes people confuse is just the fact that they equate like the accumulation of money with Republicans right. mm-hmm. and Democrats do that too. To me, it's capitalism. There and it is. if you're going to say is hip hop capitalist, I would say yes, absolutely. Oh 100%. yes, Republican 100%. no. But the, yeah. but you know, capitalist but I always say there's a difference between someone who says, "Hey, I can build a better mousetrap." Uh, it only cost me two fifty to make, and I'm gonna sell it for ten bucks. As opposed to somebody who's like, hmm. I know I got the patent for insulin for free, but I'm going to charge $500 for insulin. Yeah. But I would say, to, to argue that point real quick, I would say <laughs> capitalism has one inherent thing that, that this, this lives within it. Mm-hmm. And that's the number one thing that capitalism wants to do is make money at the behest of labor. Mm. So oh, yeah. the goal to make more money is to exploit labor. So if I'm going to make a bunch of mousetraps, sure, you can, you can be equitable as a, as a mousetrap owner. But at the end of the day, you're still going to continually exploit your labor for as much as you can to make as much money as you can. Well, yeah, because I don't want to have to pay more to make my mousetrap than I'm going to sell it for. And that is an inherently human trait. And you can't get away from that, which is why capitalism is inherently going to continue get, to get worse because as I it could, goes through time. Because what I could do is uh, instead of... I could pay because, but this is where people say, "Oh, yeah, this is this is so bad." But then I say, "Okay, well, you know, I can pay my people more 
Uh, Mousetrap's going to cost $25 more. It's going to cost $25 now. Just like when people say, you know, we should have iPhones made in America. Do you want a $2,000 iPhone? Yeah. I'm sure. cool. And then people, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Sure. Kind of like the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, no, I. So All this stuff is grown over here, but you know what's going to happen? Should they charge? It will more increase. It will increase. Uh, it will make businesses have to be smarter, and it will weed out the businesses that aren't as good. Mm. It's the free market. I mean, we, we love I the free make, market, I'll right? I'll make doing a mouse anyway. trap that can kill two mice at the same time. Hey, you know they got those. It actually inspires innovation. Big ass rat trap. Well, I mean that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> gotta kill two. I mean that's what happened we, in America. You know, <laughs> we're making kill VCRs. Two. And then all of a sudden, you know, a Japanese company was like, let's put a clock on it. Yeah. Or you just get the bucket and peanut butter and you can kill as many mice as you want. I'm not Will a bucket of peanut butter kill a rat? The bucket of peanut butter doesn't kill it, but it traps it. It'll trap what a rat. What you do with it after it's trapped is on you. Yeah. All right, man. Red August, can we, uh, he says no. Uh, let's shout out our partners real quick, man. Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJ J. Diff. Our good friends at Indie CD and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. And the best way to support the new old heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com. Uh, let's talk AI. Mm. <laughs> Alan, I really you didn't want to do that. Mm, Toby, you didn't want to do that. I, want, and that's no, good. We can talk about it. All right. So what AI did? Apparently, Guru was on. A, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. So apparently, Guru, Guru was on a uh, an Instagram post that had one of those deep fake Jay Z joints where they took his voice and you know the ones that we've been seeing popped up yeah. that are really scary as to how good they are. He had a couple of in- interesting comments, so I want I want to read what he said as it relates to it, and then kind of see what you guys think. So Guru says, so what? So what do we do? On one hand, I'm I'm well aware that you can't stop technology. Once the genie is out of, out of the box, you can't put him back in. On the other hand, we have to protect the rights of the artists, not only artists but everyone in society. People should not be able to take your name, image, and likeness without permission. We have to add the voice to this law. We have to learn from our past mistakes. You will be a fool to chase every person that is going to do this. We learned that lesson with Napster. Only way I can see to deal with it is to change the law. So Guru saying they should add the voice. Did you hear that. it? I, the, I saw it because it's on the uh, it's on the link. They actually have an example of it. Dealing, despite y'all dealing, we are the savages, the natives who fight the appeal of all your lavishes, the brave who find what is real and call it as. I mean, it's it's ridiculous how good this stuff is at this point. Well, no, because and I understand what Guru is saying. I don't think he's saying it's just because Hove is this guy. Like I think no, this what he scary. said is right. This, this is scary. This is very scary because remember when we we did the. It was a few months ago. It was the the Drake one. We wanted to see why why Drake <laughs> yeah. would, never did a song with Fonte. It was still very stilted. Yep. And kind of like, okay. It's only going to get better. And yeah. the leap between this yes. and, 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 and what we heard from Drake, it was like, oh, by the end of the year, yeah. they're going to have everybody's voice ready to go, I mean, whether they're there or learning. not. You know, so this was, this was like I said, like I said, well, you know, the whole Drake thing, that was, the, you know, the beta test, the 1.0, the whatever. Right. When I heard what might as well have been Jay-Z yeah. in this, I was like, oh, this is going to get really out of hand. Yes. This is going to get really out of hand. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. 
They Damn. got Kendrick one. They they got like, a, man. All you gotta do. I is, heard a Kanye one that was sounded pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I heard like three. I think there were two or three different. Man, the one I heard from Kanye, the we I never found it again, but it sounded like the best song Kanye West has made in the past probably <clears throat> ten years, mm-hmm. and it was AI. That's messy. Matter of fact, we mess. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's yeah. messy. Like the song made me. The song made me be like, okay, that's Kanye. Like that's actually that's Kanye right there. Whoever put it together it was perfect. Um, what can you really do though? I that's mean, the question. That's it's, what, it's AI. So these these uh, what what would you even call them? Uh, it's in, like it's interpret- so. Interpretation, so, so there was uh, a engine or whatever the hell it is. It's, it's like a deep fake almost. Yeah, right? it's, it's constantly that's, learning. That's so it's what's going to that. constantly get better. Like he mentioned a month or so ago, we heard one. We we don't know if it was the same one that was used, but I mean, whatever they're using is constantly learning. So it's picking up all of this stuff and putting it back out there, and it's it's learning these artists. I mean, they have access to every song these artists have ever made that's been released. So it's easy to mimic that from just artificially going through and listening to somebody's whole catalog within a snap of a second. Long, you said deep fake. That's actually one of the first things that's on the article. Well, that's what it is. A posted snippet of a song featuring a deep fake of Jay-Z's voice. I, there was a thing that happened, and I don't even know if this can get monetized if I say it, so I'm going to try to censor it. But Okay. There was a thing that happened with a lot of like online personalities and Twitter famous people and just famous people. There was a deep fake site. Where people were making, mm, okay. you can go on there and you can like change. They were like, it's a whole thing where people are changing people's faces to be like real people. Wow. And they, there was a lot of ethical discussion on this happening. This is like two months ago. Mm. Bruh. Um, and it's just wild because like, and the, these people, the the ladies, the women were just like, this is not cool. You know, you can't just put my face on like, this is not cool, which yeah. Right. You know, rightfully so. So yeah. I feel like this is the world that we're jumping into. And right. I don't know if we can keep up with how fast technology is changing. No, that's a wrap. So Especially I, when it's learning and teaching itself now. That's and Microsoft what, that's is what Guru said. He said into it. He said, you'd be a fool to chase all these people. Yeah. So it has to be. There has to be some sort of law around it. There has to be. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a copyright law or if it's something, but there has to be something to protect the likenesses of people and people to profit off of it. Um, it may be a different thing to give away for free. I don't know. Cause I was going to, the reason I'm glad you said that. Cause I was going to, that's what I was going to mention is I could see projects. I even saw the, the one of the first ones I saw was Eminem. His voice was being used for something. And it was at a show. A DJ was using he was playing in the, and the crowd was going crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like what are the ramifications? But think about this. What that? about people that have passed away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, next thing I mean, we they're know, already doing that. They I, have, I know, but we could like get, in the meta on the metaverse. They have a Biggie concert. Yeah, exactly. That you That's can what I was thinking of with him there. I'm cool. rapping all this stuff. What if? What if you? Uh, you know, in 20 years, you go to college to to get a lecture from Hitler about uh, you know how he did what he did. did. What he did. You he know became a national socialist. You know what's and, crazy. You know, That's not with technology. That's not, not far that far fetched. That's what I mean. Like it's, it, but at the same time, it brings up the ethical. You know, you can bring. All right. Well, here's a AI Jay Z who's going to tell you, know, you how he got into the business. Now that you say that, they have something about the Holocaust mm-hmm. where they use these artificial people that are telling real stories. Yeah. About real people. At, at some exhibit or something I've seen it, it may, may have been Museum. on 2020 oh okay but now basically 
or music or well, is everyone's freestyle going to have to come with a certificate of authentication? Who knows? Hey, that's the thing. I don't know. They come up with a fake authentication certificate. <laughs> I don't know what this. That's looks the next like. wave, right? I, yeah. I feel like I don't know what this looks like, but it does probably need to be a thing. It does have to do. It, we have to protect. The creators have to be protected to some degree. Well, once that's again, basically I, what I, Guru I, saying. If if, and I think we talked about this a little when we first talked about Drake. Is it going to push into a, a space to where actually seeing somebody live <laughs> means more to people now? Because if if fake Drake could be everywhere. True. You know, the real Drake could only be right here. You got to pay this much to see him. Maybe. Maybe that's the, the offset of it, you know, because right now, I mean, for the longest time as an independent hip hop artist or independent artist, the way that you made money wasn't necessarily selling music. It was going on tour and selling yeah. your merch and merch, stuff. Yep. So maybe it's just even more. What if fake Drake is dropping better music than real Drake? Yeah. And, and so even on that site that I was talking about, mm-hmm. that's how they got around it. They would put like fake person or yeah. not real this person mm. and when you did that then it was not misleading but it was still the same that's thing nice. that's if you put it in man. a search engine though even though you have the fake in it it's still gonna find it yeah it's mm. wild because even if you put the fake this celebrity's name fake the, you're still going to be seeing the image of that particular celebrity yeah yep or their likeness yeah media is in such a weird space right now such an interesting space Yep. And and it's like they, they, they toy with the the regular everyday person with this, with these apps and these uh these uh layers that you can scroll through and do. You know what I'm saying? On yourself. So you can put right. yourself on something. I remember they uh how they can put you on like a somebody in a movie, mm. have you you're on a Schwarzenegger now in all his little movie clips yeah. because they've mask your face it's like they give it to you just to see how you're going to act with it mm. and then they take it to the next level you just talked about media is in a strange place um i saw joe button had an interesting answer to a question when somebody asked him about rap media personalities today and if they're bigger than the rappers themselves and he said well yeah they are and he said he learned that by working with academics and realizing how many young people. I'm tired of Joe Budden. Why do we have to keep talking about his ass? <laughs> I forgot you was mad at Joe. I forgot about that. He really went off on Joe Budden that episode. That was my hope. I'm just saying, man. But what did he say, though? Like, immediately? So he said, so I learned that when I started working here, because when I was coming in every morning working with ACT, and all the young people in my life were familiar with him, and I wasn't. He said, so it was like, oh, expletive. This guy's got some following somewhere. He's like, so let me get hip. And then he talks about how rappers jump on to media personalities. He said, and then rappers will often, often will, let me find a nice way to say this. The rappers see the media people as an opportunity sometimes, and they will attach themselves and attempt to attach themselves to that person for rollout purposes. So he's basically saying the, the media now, Charlemagne, academics, um, who would be another one? Um, uh, Vlad, maybe I don't know. Vlad, uh, I wouldn't say math just yet, but I love his product. But they're Nori, saying I put him in there. Matt, you think math's in there? Yeah. I, okay, I'm not mad at that. Nori, Nori, drink champs, like they have the power now as it relates Million to in, in the culture. Million dollars worth of game. Mano, I mean Mano. I'm sorry, uh, Wallow and uh, Gilly. Said he's basically saying they have the power now in hip hop culture. Now. We I mean, see they're a, in a good position. They're in you, a good would, position because they talk every day. But would yeah. you, so would you agree the they have more leverage? I wouldn't necessarily say that because, I mean, um, there's way more of them. Like, okay. we talked about Arsenio Hall in the past. Right. About how that was the only outlet that uh, 
hip hop people had to go to in order to be seen Perform. as yep. far as a media. Be interview. Yeah. Right. Be interview. Yep. Whereas we have a lot more opportunities, like even without talking about them, mm-hmm. there's people that may not be as famous as them, but these um, entertainers are still going to sit down with them and talk to them as well. It's more exposure for that entertainer, but oh. I, I'm not, I wouldn't consider them being more important. Let me play devil's advocate. Now you said that the artists still go to the platforms that are maybe on a lesser tier, right? Right. Would we? But my argument would be the lesser tier shows don't yield the same responses as the ones that they're talking about here. Like that, the the coverage is not going to be the reach is not going to well, be. I'm going I'm to I'm play devil's advocate back at you okay, because that go. coverage is going to rise because this said artist is on it. So we're going to watch ah, this show. We don't even know who these people are, but this part Kendrick is on this show. So we're going to watch this show because Kendrick is on it. All right. Versus I would have never watched this show if he wasn't on there. Okay, let me come back. That's why podcasts have guests. Right. Let me, let me, mm-hmm. let me come why back. We are, Except ours. And why right. we are going against the grain. Yeah. But let me come back and say this. So who does that benefit? Does that benefit the show or does that benefit Kendrick? Both. It more so benefits the show. Okay. Essentially in the long run because now we have more people, we have more eyes on us for now. I think that's dope for the show, but as it relates to the artist. I think it's both. You think it's both? Okay, fair enough. But I'm saying even with Kendrick, if he if he were to come sit down with us, I mean, that's going to take us through the, through the moon. It depends. It depends what we do. How do we conduct the interview? How do we how do we address him being here? Do people learn more about him that they didn't know? Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Then then people learn more about Kendrick. Maybe more people like right. Kendrick because sure he's bring. Don't look at it necessarily from an audience standpoint of mm-hmm. like he's bringing necessarily uh, x amount of eyes or whatever. Yeah, to that, it. like everybody knows Kendrick. So right. if he comes on our show, people are tuning in not necessarily for us. They're tuning in for what Kendrick's going to be talking about. Agreed. And if they Agreed. like what we're doing, then they'll come back and maybe, oh, okay, I like what they did with them. Then they'll continue it. Mm-hmm. But they might learn something more about Kendrick that make them like him more. So it's beneficial to the artists right. from that aspect. I like the, I, I like think the, it's mutual. I like, I like the, the argument about, or the point about the approach. Right. I think that's, that's dope. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or, or like in the, the case of uh, Michael B. Jordan and the young lady that was interviewing him. Right. Let's say that he didn't, uh, Pop his ish back at her. Okay. She wouldn't get as much notoriety. That's a fact. More people wouldn't know she is based off how he did it. But that's a fact. Even if he hadn't have done that, he's still doing this interview with this young lady and it's going to put eyes on her. So I, I mean, everybody's scratching each other's back. I don't I don't mm-hmm. think I'm not gonna sit there and say that uh these media personalities are more important than the actual um artists themselves. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. If you're at a certain tier, uh, like you're not Jimmy Fallon or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're not going to sit down on a night show, uh, one of them type people. That's different. It's a symbiotic relationship, I think. Yeah. I think it both feeds both. Yeah. I think Joe has, he's been so successful post Pump It Up Joe that maybe uh, some of that is coming into his response because they he's done so well to Joe Button Network. and. You know, catapulting from um, everyday struggle. He found his lane. He yeah, definitely found definitely his lane. Better he's better at podding than he was at rapping, and he's a very good rapper. He's a very good rapper. No, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I, it's it goes back to something I said a, a few shows ago. I there are sometimes I just I'd rather listen to people talk about rap than actually listen to rap. 
Mm. You know, but also I'm 45 years old. Like I, you know, right. it's, I've heard a lot of rap. You know, a I, lot. You of know, rap. And, and even when I do go back and listen to, you know, rap or hip hop music, when I'm, yeah, I want to listen to stuff I've been listening to for the past 20, 25 years. Yeah. Um, you know, it really takes something for me to be like, okay, I'm going to listen to this new album because I have to listen to so much music just in my, you know, in what I do for a living. Right. Um, and I, I, once you said, I think it was very important to point out the, the symbiotic nature of it because part of what makes everyday struggle what it did and then make, you know, of course, I mean, Joe Budden already had his podcast before that, I think. You know, uh, did it? It was around the same time. It proceed every day. It don't matter. But, yeah, don't you know, matter. regardless. But like, uh, you know, when he sat down and like he kind of, I don't want to say chided little yachty. And, I saw that episode. You know, yep. and I just remember like that's what kind of got it on my radar right. of what it was. And then you know, even when you talk about rap radar, you know, the fact that like they'll get us, they'll sit down and talk to to Jay Z when nobody else gets a uh, you know an interview with Jay Z. You know, that's and true, then yeah. there's this whole thing to where these. Even if it's something that's not on your particular platform, right? You like what we're doing right now. We're talking about another, you know, what what, what something was something was said on another platform that happens all the time, right? Within you know the the, the, space. the blog, you know, not not the blogosphere, but the you know podcast world, whatever. Yeah, you I, know, a lot of times the, it's it's a reaction to things that happen that might have been you know newsworthy that happened on somebody else's platform. We look, might we just, just we literally just collaborated with the. Uh, Pushkin podcast yeah, with Charlemagne yes. that just dropped on our uh, podcast feed literally today. So, right. I mean, right. But just think about the times we've, we've talked about things that happen on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. True. You know, maybe an interviewer like you know when we talked. We actually did a live reaction to you know when Noriega came in and talk about the conversation he had with Kanye. Right. You know, so these things these wind up being newsworthy things because of the artists that are on said podcast. You know, I mean, I I don't think that you know if if Act didn't have, you know, he didn't sit down and talk with, I mean, the everyday struggle. And then, you know, he got a lot of shine for, unfortunately, you know. Warren Chirac. You know, Warren Chirac and then uh, uh, sitting down with uh, the snitch. So, True. you know, that that's where a lot of this comes from. Um, like I said, I think that's what makes, I mean. Maybe we would grow faster if we, if we sat down and really tried to get these interviews with people. I mean, if you whore yourself out. There it is. But we don't want to. I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> it would have to be something like I'd rather. I look. I, if I'm gonna talk to somebody, I'd rather be like if one of you guys is out, or if I'm out, and they have somebody has a fresh perspective on something we're gonna talk about that week. I don't want to sit and interview no rappers. I really, you know, we have something. We have we have something for that. If we want to sit down and talk to a rapper or a DJ and interview them, I don't want to. I don't want to take the hour that we have and. Spend Right. Have forty five minutes of it taken up asking. So, what was your motivation for when you wanted yeah. to start? Ra- I don't care. I mean, I don't. So I don't want to say I don't care in this in this moment of this platform and what we do. I don't want to talk to nobody other yeah, than the people I'm talking to right now. Not my right. passion. Yeah. No. And I and I love and I've interviewed people and I I, I dig it. But I you know as far as what we do here, it would be, I think if we wound up interviewing people, it would be such a departure from what we've been doing for the past three hundred and thirty three episodes. No, for sure. That it would turn people off. If we would get some people who would, they would come for that interview, say if we, you know, pie in the sky, we did get Kendrick. And then when we didn't have Kendrick, they wouldn't come back. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I fall victim to that myself because there's a lot of podcasts that I might want to hear what such and such is saying. I'll only watch it because this person is on there and never watch it again. Yeah. So that's why, that's how I do drink champs. Yeah. 
I mean, Sorry, I'm not. I mean, like I know. People no, that's like facts. Them, but no, like, that's facts. You know, I watched Chuck D on Drink Jam. So yeah. Like there are some people. I'm like, I'm not. I don't have two hours for this. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it's what it is. And that's always kind of been my thing. I feel like it, they're separate things. And I do have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Do spinoffs. But, but as it, that, it relates the to the main, to but it, but the it main. doesn't affect this. Right, 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 you know right. I mean, right, it's right, like right. yes, it would be cool to you know to have something <laughs> where somebody reached out or we wanted to reach out and we could do something regularly. But it can't interfere with what we do here, um, in my opinion. So I think the the shows definitely have a you know a huge reach. Um, but to Terry, when Terry starts talking about, I don't know if it's a hundred like a hundred percent. They're just you know, that much bigger. I, I see where you're coming from. I do see the reach that an academics has. It's astronomical. Dude got like 5 million followers. But like, part of it kind of depends on who you're talking to and what demographic. That's, that's a good point. Like, that's like a good he point even too. brought up the younger people knew who he was talking about. That's what he said. When yep. he brought up academics and he's like, who is this dude? Yep. But if you're talking about another demographic that could care less about academics, right? which his core audience could care le- probably care less about academics. You know what I'm saying? True. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Budden's him by himself. Right. Versus him when he's with Ack. I mean, it, it gets him more eyes and more listeners possibly, but his product by himself is better than the one he had with him and academics. I in would my agree. personal opinion. But also, I would agree. when you talk about like the influence, sometimes it comes down to the fact that, look, Academics, he gets on and he, he might stream and get drunk and talk crazy for four hours straight. Yeah. Like, I don't think I listen to four hours of rap music an entire week. You know, and they're just people, you know, and there are a lot of people who like, yeah, say, oh, I love hip hop. And they listen to more hip hop related content than they actually do the music. Yeah. And that's where we are right now. But once again, that, yeah. that goes into people being interviewed, um, the, the controversies, you know, people having beef. I mean, like, is people just aren't really even as interested in the music as they used to. And that's part of the problem. And that's why Some, people sometimes. talking about they, I, they would rather get the cliff notes from a podcast than actually sit and actually have their own critical thought about a particular piece of art. Yeah, a lot of this music ain't music. <laughs> it ain't what? Yeah. It ain't music. It ain't, it's not yeah. keeping my attention. You know, I mean, I think I'm not sure if I said it on the show or I was just talking you know, uh, crazy after, you know, a little bit too much tequila uh, after, after take that Tuesday. But I said that, um, you know, even when it relates to the DJ game, Mm -hmm. like you like music, I can tell by the way you DJ. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, but there are a lot of people who quote unquote are DJs. They just like attention. Yeah. They don't like, you can tell from their sets. You know, they, they play the songs they hear on the radio. Right. They, They can, they can, they can maybe DJ for about 45 minutes. And then like, they start going into, some some corny stuff or they don't really know what they're doing mm-hmm. because they don't actually like music they just like a t- the attention that comes from being a dj yeah i mean but we're we're in a we've we've talked about this we're in an attention-based society everything is based around likes clicks we just talked about the check verification all, all right. that goes towards attention you know what i'm saying likes I don't so, know, but this topic is not keeping my attention right now. I, I saw you <laughs> yawn three or four times, so <laughs> counted your yawns. But no, nah, man, it's, you know, it is what it is, I guess, it relate, as it relates to media versus the artist. But I think they both need each other at the end of the day. So, well, not us. We don't need these artists. We, I mean, <laughs> we, need we, we to, might one day. You never uh, know. I don't we know. Might. We need them to do yeah. stupid stuff. Who we yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you know, we, we, we talk about artists. You know what I mean? So we need them to, they don't have to be ignorant, I guess, but. I have to do a little something. <laughs> it would help. 
Yeah. So it's like if you're a political commentator and Donald Trump is in the news, it's like, ooh, all right, it's going to be a good content week. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, they said they they trying to get old boy. Uh, well, y'all know just stupid. About that. Just stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's just just stupid. stupid. That's all you got. Just, just stupid. stupid. I don't even care. Yeah, at all. Right. Let him go to jail. Let him. I don't know. I don't, I just it's don't not going to happen. But let him go to jail. Sound like a hater right now. Let him go to jail. Let him not go to jail. I just don't care. Doesn't matter. Either, either it way, just you, doesn't matter. Just <laughs> either like, way, you straight. I just don't care. You know, there are people out that are mad because he's not going through the, I guess, the purple rigorous. Booking Man. process that normally, and then goes there on. are people that are like, there are like conservatives that are like, oh, stormtroopers. It's like, oh, you're just sheep. What do we look like? The sheeple. It's like, what do we look like? Because uh, I don't know. Like we're prosecuting the president, right. and it's just like, well, is he guilty? What do you care more about, Mr. Uh, Party of Law and Order? I'm Do tired. Care? It's like, it's like, I'm tired of, man, you know what I can't stand when somebody starts having a conversation mm-hmm. and they always want to bring up, and this liberal, this, oh my God, I tune out immediately. Yeah. Anytime somebody goes to Colin, somebody that doesn't agree with them, liberal. Yeah, it's because they're conservatives. But I don't like liberals. I don't like. <laughs> but it, but it's I don't like, like liberals either, though. But then, but then again, I'm like, this is the thing. <laughs> this is like ear poison. But to then me. again, I, I can say this. I can look at all the facts of the case. I was like, yeah, someone was trying to ex, uh, extort Donald Trump, and that was wrong. Yeah. Now that person's in prison, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you don't. People are like, oh, you, but you're not doing anything about the, the pedophile island. Pedophile. What are you doing about the pedophile what about people? The Pizza Gate. You gonna go get Bill Clinton and, and then whatever happened to the uh, the Exxon <laughs> you gonna go people? Do what, what was Exxon? Exxon. Like Exxon. What, what Enron. Enron. Nah, not Enron. I'm, Exxon. They're I'm mess- stealing all the mixing oils. it all up. <laughs> what was that, that conspiracy theory group that uh that said that Q-non? Uh, Q9? Yeah, those people. They're yeah. still out here, are they? The Qnoners. The one Why that, you use that kept telling you, they would keep telling you dates. Just wait to this date. It's going to happen. The well, said the day never happened. Yeah. The people who said John F. Kennedy was going to come back and I ain't be the uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. He was going to come back and be Donald hey, Trump's running mate. They have oh. some. They have some like documentaries on following QAnon people yeah, around, and then those. like it didn't happen. They're just like. They just let us die over here. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that is an awesome. It's hilarious. Voice that you're doing. <laughs> no, that no, that's not. That's um the stepdad voice. That's what that is. That's stepdad. stepdad. There it is. That's a stepdad. No, this that's, is that's the Tucker Jobs. The Tucker Jobs. I've listened to the Larry June Alchemist Project, Good and, and I'm gonna have to go out on the limb Talk and to say. That it is not as giant blaze as y'all are making that joint out to be. Nope. He's just it's, the artist to like right now. Well, I like Larry June, and I've, I like I'm the, just saying. I liked him before everybody was supposedly supposed to start liking him. But to me, the way people was, was screaming on this album, like it was just, oh, Alchemist is uh, in the top ranks of being the best producer he has to be in the conversation. He kind of has already always been in that conversation. He's always been in that conversation. But this, this album, album doesn't do it for me. This, mm-hmm. well, I'm not saying it doesn't do it for me as far as I don't like it. Right. But it's just not that one that's like, oh, this is amazing work from both no, of them. No, I get it. Yeah. I've heard better Larry June stuff by himself, and I've heard better Alchemist on somebody else's stuff too. Mm-hmm. I describe it as good, lazy music is what wow. it is. I'm I wouldn't sorry. say it's lazy. I think it's lazy. It's good, lazy music. Do you mean lazy from the perspective of like that's just his sound or, or or that they didn't put Larry, in a lot of, lot of a lot of Larry attention? June's vibe typically is laid back. Right. Yeah. 
But the projects. I mean, but it's called lazy. Lazy is different the than pro- laid back. When I say lazy, I'm talking about from a standpoint of. Yeah, loan on I'm talking about. Yeah. From the approach, from a production standpoint, how everything meshes, it just seems lazy to me. Yeah. Because all of his projects are not lazy. Right. Like, I've heard enough Larry yeah. June to know that he got a good vibe. Right. This one was like, eh. Just not I mean, quite it's there. cool. It's just wasn't, it just wasn't there. Like, it wasn't there. Especially for what Terry, like, I've seen the same thing you saw. People really jumping out the window. I'm like, maybe I heard something different. Sometimes people, I, that, that was me last week, right? But I, I, sometimes people just, they, Larry June is that artist right now for a lot of people. That, I agree with you on the wave part. It's 100%. just like Larry June is the people that everybody wants to, they want to like him right now. So I can see people jumping out the window for that. I so. talked to a friend of mine the other day that was saying, she was excited about going to his concert when he come to whatever city. Mm. And so, I mean, I wouldn't mind checking him out. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But, but this, this, this project, project here, yeah. I'm not blown away at all. I'm not I'm blown not, away I'm at all. I'm just not there yet, maybe. Yeah, maybe I need to run it again. But usually on, on stuff this heat, I don't have to say maybe I need to run it again. Yeah. I listened to uh, I listened to two Talib Kweli songs over the week. Look at that. New ones? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you think, buddy? One where, where his daughter's rapping and the other one where his son's rapping. <laughs> really? Um, how they sound? Was it John Blaze? It was cool. Well, it wasn't horrible. Um, uh, I think his son, actually his son actually has a pretty cool rap voice. Um, okay. How are these kids? I was about to say, yeah. They're in their it, 20s at least. Yeah. It looked, oh, they're grown. They look, yeah. like, they, grown. they look grown. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking um, little kids. Yeah, right, right. No, 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 no. No, I don't want to hear No, that. they grown. Okay. No, I... So it was from the Madlib project. They were they were okay. Maybe Shout they, out to him putting his kids in position. Yeah, no, Madlib dropped something new? With... Tell it. We'll call it. Okay. I don't know if it's out. What's name dropped a new album? Uh, DJ Drama With compilation. Who? Oh, yeah. Quick dropped a single too. First song on there is hard too. Uh, Tyler <laughs> Creator. Tyler put out like three joints. He put out a because uh, he put out three separate albums. Yeah. He put out the album again with Lucy's on it from uh, the oh, recording okay. sessions. Okay, okay. I, didn't, yeah. I was I, like, does he got a new project coming? He dropped mm-hmm. a whole bunch of like live videos of him rapping them too. Yeah, I'm a Tyler fan. Me too. That kid is that kid is extremely talented. He's dope. You know, Wolf came out ten years ago. That's crazy. Ten years ago. Yep. Hmm. Well, all right. You all see, right. Mac Lamore says that he and Eminem are guests in hip hop. Yes. He, he has a couple good quotes about that. I thought, Jay Moore, I think you'll appreciate this. Don't give me the side eye, bro. Shasta, no, Shasta, no, go Shasta, ahead. Shasta McLemore. Yeah, this is what he said, right? He said, I His think new it's... new album is awful. Is it? I haven't heard it. Whose album? I listened to it on the strength yeah, of, Mac- of the, the premiere track. I like the track, but... Is it, you is the it poppy? Is it poppy? Yeah, it's, it's just not... It, no, it's just bad. Is it just mm-hmm. just bad music? That's unfortunate. They say, you know, the music is bad, the rapping is corny, and it's just like... there's no. Is there any more pre production? No, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Primo so, can only save you so much. So he, so he, so initially he just was like, "Let me use Primo to bring him in." Is that what we're saying? I guess I don't even know. Like, really, I mean, when I heard, I just thought, "Okay, this is cool." Uh, but even even that, I, I wasn't listen. like, "Oh, I'm going to run this track over and over." Well, now I'm gonna listen, but I mean, I trust you. And maybe, and so. maybe you know, sometimes things strike me in the wrong way. But I just remember listening. I was like, "This is awful." Sorry. So he says, "This is in response to him asking about if they're guests." He's and oftentimes people say, you're a guest. Mm-hmm. How do you take that statement? I think it's true. Uh, it is true. And I agree. You, if you look at the origin of where hip hop came from and, and what was happening in New York City and what was happening in the Bronx and the way that black people and people of color have been treated historically in America from the jump, um, this was a music that was birthed out of oppression. Hip hop is inclusive. 
So there's always been an open door to a certain extent. In certain moments, it was a little bit harder to push it open yeah. back in the 90s. But I'm a guest. Yeah. M's a guest. Doesn't matter how good we get. Yeah. Doesn't matter how great Eminem is. We're guests in the culture, 100%. I'm not mad. But he also like said it's always been known and it's been said before too, though. You think he just don't want Lord Jamar on his ass? <laughs> yeah. He also said that he still belongs there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I he does. It. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I agreed with this statement. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah he does. I mean, because you know, if you want to, there are people who are from the Bronx and are from that era. Be like, look, if you're from Brooklyn, you're a guest in the house of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? True. You know, there, it, it, dep- it depends. Don't show on Melly Mel this. He 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 might. They'll tell you that. Start talking bad about Jay Z again. I mean, we we all seen the the source awards where when Outkast won and they they kind of like Outkast like the air was let out of the room. Yeah, because it's essentially like they don't like people not being from New York. Yep, everybody's not top person had to prove themselves. Exactly. Yeah. St. Louis, L. A. Memphis, Atlanta. Everybody had to prove themselves. To New York, yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, Joe Budden, speaking out, he said it. He's like, yeah, they're the greatest group ever. I said, well, good job, Joe. You should like Joe for that one. Because well, he <laughs> said the same thing I've been saying since forever. <laughs> I don't even understand why it's even. I saw some comment. I mean, at this point, why are we still having this discussion? No, right. no. At this, I, I don't no, even at, at this point, more. 2023. Why does anybody care about the comment section? The who? The comment section. I just like I'm sitting here like yeah, but the comments. Who cares? Oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like talking to myself. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like somebody's like, well, there's a group called Wu Tang. It's like <laughs> there is, <laughs> there is. Yep, there is. Yeah. Shout out to Hulu. Yeah. I don't know if y'all been on it, but yeah. me personally, I love the comment section. I love the negativity. I thrive off of it. So wow. Power pellets. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is, Tim? Yeah, it's power pellets. Yeah. You no, know, but I'm I'm the dude in the hockey jersey. You're a snitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you you are a white uh, person. I'm uh, just white. Got, got here. Did talk- you didn't you get a new white come? We get a get new white coming. I'm talking every- about he read one today that I hadn't that I had. There was one. There was heard. one last week that Jay said it was actually actually it was a couple of days ago. It was super funny. It was like. He's like, what, what was it? The quality, it's, it's quality about one? to live quality is like, I don't feel right about a white man saying it, but he's kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I replied and I was just like, I'm just here to help you acknowledge your prejudice. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey. At least he gave you, at least he said you was right. He had to go all the way around. Yeah. To, to I, I honestly thought that that wasn't going to register very well. And I was actually kind of surprised of how many people actually agreed with it. <clears throat> I saw some people even on the, um, the IG post, it was like, after eardrum, it's a wrap. Like, I saw somebody post that. Like, after eardrum, it's over. It's so, kind of facts, though. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I mean, and the thing is, because I'm a fan, I've given a, a lot of what Tulip Claudia has done. I like, love that Lone said. I still, I still would run it just to make sure I wasn't tripping. Lone's <laughs> comment about his introduction and everything, I'm like, I'm glad you said that. So it's not about. They don't care. Just like. Hating or whatever. I didn't hate on Tupac at all. <laughs> but I hate. somehow became a snitch. Yes. Yeah. All right, man. So let's go ahead and uh start promoting fake Jay Z verses. <laughs> all right, the man. AI won't be ungrateful. Sure won't. <laughs> yeah, AI is about to be uh I can't wait to see what the, the next wave will no be. Feelings. No, the zero. Until yeah. it's uh, when it our robot when they turn red and start tripping. Oh no! When the robot war. This hit. ain't right. This ain't right. <laughs> yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, I do. That's too. a good movie. Yeah, yeah I like movies movie. about humans dying though. So. Oh. 
Look, I do. I, I'm serious. Look, <laughs> like apocalyptic type movies. That just sounded bad. I know. I know. I it think does. that even bothered Red August, man. Like, <laughs> look, movies where like humanity is like gone, and there's 20, like two people, like 2012, yeah. uh, uh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield's kind of cool, but like uh, a lot of people died in Cloverfield. What's that one where Will Smith? What's the one where I'm Legend? A lot of people died. Legend. That's a good movie. It's supposed to be a part two of that. I know. Michael B. Jordan's supposed to be. Love that movie. One of the main. That sounds like a bad idea. Don't do that. I don't know. I think it might be a good idea. Is Will winning? There was an alternate ending. If you had, yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. that. I saw that. Yeah, there was an alternate ending. Oh, so Will Red August was shaking ass. So Will will be winning in this one, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. The uh, there's a movie like a space movie where there's this guy and he wakes up early and they're flying to some planet or something. Uh huh. What's the girl in Hunger Games is in it? Uh, I think. Yeah. The the girl in Hunger Games. Yeah. I forget her name. And there's a, another volunteer for big uh, actor. It's like inter yeah, in, interstellar. No, not interstellar. That's a good movie too. Because everybody's dying. But the the oh well, my god. No, I'm kidding. Nah, but it's like he wakes up early and then he like he's by himself for a year and he wakes her up and they're like the only two people alive for like until they die hmm. and then eventually like later on it's I I'm not you know what I don't I didn't know this about you. I've known you a doing, long time I didn't I didn't know never known we need this to about stop you. teaching robots how to do stuff it's too they, late they teach them how to uh, climb stairs and do kung fu too late and no, uh, you seen Black Mirror didn't you part of it. I just um, recently rewatched the one where uh, the, the two guys were like gay in the video game. Oh man, that's a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll, not my we'll, favorite, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, uh, make sure you go to newoldheads.com, like and subscribe if you see it. We appreciate the support, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Beware the robot war, man. <laughs> the gay bots.